Where? What's the evidence? No, it means two. In what language? In someone. Well, I'm someone German Chinese. <laughs> when you mix it together, it means two. Yeah. Okay. It's I mean, it means four. <laughs> it's true. Mm. Welcome to another episode of Nights at the Brown Table, a podcast of three Pacific Islanders sharing our views and the lens through which we see the world. I am Sefa. I'm Sila. I <laughs> am your father. <laughs> Lamar, hi. Songsha, oh. Jesus, Mistress, Mattress, Empress, and the Feather of Tress. Awesome. Yeah. This week we are going to review the new show, Sis. It is on Comedy Central. It premiered on the 22nd of July in Australia and New Zealand. The comedy sketch premise is described as a group of writers must create a new comedy show with their racist boss. Meanwhile, their sketch ideas come to life. Cousins Malia, Gigi and Mickey are day one besties. From STI checks to body swaps, the girls master life one sketch at a time. So we watched it this week. What did you guys think? I loved it. I've watched it a number of times. I think it is, to me, I could not stop laughing. I thought it was hilarious. It presented an accurate view of, I think especially because it was written by Islanders, played by Islanders and for Islander people. So I... Love the show. What's your favourite sketch that they did? Um, my my favourite line is when Naki turns to Tom and goes, F up, Tom. <laughs> For me, that's my favourite I think because it's so unexpected. And she said it with so much force, I could not yeah. stop laughing. But there's a lot of things that I, I cracked up at. Um, I like when they talk about the brown doctor. Oh, how about a show about um, brown doctors? Mm. And then Tom is just like, um, <laughs> But I know. Gangsters. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love Baba. Mm. I think one of my favorite ones. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably um in the Wait. bedroom. Oh yes. Um, one of them said, "If he wants to do the haba, he needs to wear the rubber." Something like that. I was like, "Oh, so I'm gonna tax that." I think I loved how accurate it was. Like in terms of, especially for that particular scene, mm-hmm. I laughed at the the cost, not the cost, what they were wearing. Yeah. And the hairstyle and like she had the belt around like because that was such a very prominent yeah, look back in 2000 and whatever. Mm-hmm. Like all the Samoan girls. Back in 2019. Uh, every, back in 2019. <laughs> they had like the hair like this. Yeah. And like people can't see me but then I'll do like take photos like. <laughs> yeah, no, it was really good though. I have to commend the writers and I just love that it is written by our people for mm-hmm. our people. And everything is authentic in that mm. sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm up and down about it. There are some things that I do like about the show, and mm-hmm. then there are some things that I that I did I didn't think worked. What, what, and so what did you think forward, didn't work? What I think didn't work, to be honest, I liked the the boardroom, the planning yep. scenes mm. more than the actual sketches. I thought okay. that that scene, Nucky, what's his what's Sophia, Ophia, Sophia, Ophia, and Baba. Mm-hmm. Are hilarious. Tom was hilarious as well. Oh, I don't know because oh, you like, you had me going was... through the office, and I was like, I don't know if he's a Michael Scott. No, no he's but... not subtle enough. But to me, I felt like he he was the Chris Lilly that we could have had. Even the Chris Lilly was good for some high tie, mm. like as when he was like um, Mr. G. But to me, I loved how he played Tom for New Zealand. For New Zealand, oh, okay, yeah. But I think I want to say there were some some of the skits that were kind of like, oh, I can't really relate to this. Yeah, but I mean. I, I guess that's why there are different skits because there are, I, some of them were more relatable than others. Mm-hmm. Others I just didn't really resonate with. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That one, especially the one I kept laughing at was Bubba. 
<laughs> I keep laughing at her lines and just just her persona. She's like, oh no, I think like he's he's he makes me feel like I've got really good ideas. <laughs> that, that part which is in the stairwell just in the interview, I really thought was funny. I really thought was funny. Apparently, I have to do a tax invoice. <laughs> I <Are> you- Google <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was really good, but then some of the skits, the the Mean Girls one, didn't work for me. Going to church because I, you know, mm. I used to go to a Samoan church. It's very accurate that sometimes you'll find that there are cliques within um, cultural I get that, churches, yeah. and so yeah. there are always like usually there are a group of people because you know if it's a Samoan church, they because they know a lot more Samoan, they know mm. a lot more um, customs, and know hence why it's they were called the fiakangakas, which means you think that. You're high up. I loved how accurate to me because it reminded me a lot of people that I knew. I think that my issue with it was I wish they that it wasn't so derivative. Mm-hmm. I think the of reference of Mingos because yeah. oh, okay. like the lines were just verbatim, like just verbatim. They switched out some the copy um, and paste. Yeah, some yeah. words for with Samoan words, which I think was the cool part. Yeah, but I wish that there was more. I, I wish not originality because I do like the reference. I think it's a accurate yeah. comparison to the two. I just wish that it wasn't so line for line. And I like that they broke the taboo of talking about sex mm. openly. And they're not only just like within themselves among the friend group, but even as a family. Yeah. Because that's, that's what usually happens when something happens within our family. We always have a family meeting. Yeah. And so I love that they did the whole family meeting thing and then talking about his um, sexual ori- dating, <laughs> sexual orientation and all that. Oh, in one of the skits with yeah, the brother. The skits, with the, the brother. Lead, oh, the did you know I was bi? <laughs> and then like, um, the dad was like, oh. Oh, oh that's sweet. That's that's like, oh. And then, then everyone's like, what? what? No, the sister's like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't know what's happening right now. Yeah. Okay, no, okay, if I'm being honest, that's the part that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Why? It felt... The, the show as a whole feels more Samoan to me. Because uh, they were they were playing Samoan characters. Yeah, but like, and I think that's the... No, it's not because of that, but even those sorts of conversations, and maybe that's because the way we I grew, I grew up, mm-hmm. we don't have those conversations. I think it's important to have those conversations and that sort of stuff, but seeing it in an entertainment format, while that I, I, I recognize the good that it does and the purpose of the show, I get it. But in regards to a first-time audience seeing Islanders have that conversation, mm-hmm. it'll take some getting used to. If wait, wait, do I you mean to... the conversation about sex? Yeah. So you guys don't discuss it as a... I think it, maybe because the parents were, in my mind, they seemed like they were New Zealand-born Islanders. It's very different mm. to Island-born yeah. Islanders. So, for example, regardless if you're Samoan, Tongan or whatever, a lot of Island-born, uh, New Zealand-born Islanders... Well, Aussie-born Islanders are very much this. I feel would be similar to yeah. them. So regardless if there's ta- Tongan, Samoan... Well, they wouldn't have had it with... The family? With No, with the girl there. And to me, in Tongan, no, they would have the, had the conversation, no, but, but were, the girl wouldn't have been but there. But the, con- the original conversation was supposed to be about, about, him, about him dating, dating Balangi girls. Girls. Balangi girls. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Then it, Which yeah. Is, and then it just switched because the boy was the one that... So she was just like, yeah. oh, I'm... Because it was him coming out. Yeah. So for me, I was just like, it wasn't like they were going to call him to call him out about him coming out. No, and I totally, I get the circumstance, but even yeah, what it became again, just as a first time audience, it'll take some acclimating. First time audience as a Pacifica person watching it, or as people that are non Pacific, as a Pacifica person watching it, watching a piece of entertainment by about starring Pacific Islanders in that setting, because that hasn't happened before. 
seeing that conversation you mean happen in your and, with, within your life it hasn't happened yeah before. but but also like as a it's not it's up upper to talk about that stuff as a family like if that were to come up as a circumstance it would have been so it's it's so it's not normal to ask your son to have a talk with him about him being attracted to white girls no about the sexuality part no but that was the boy that chose to do that not the mm. parents yeah and i get that part but if that were to have come up the natural reaction for me would have been to not it wouldn't have they would have not talked about it with the sister there i think regardless of the fact it's important to illustrate that there are certain discussions that maybe needs to be taken um that needs to have had in order for people to gain understanding because mm-hmm. i understand yeah. that the notion of oh people need to acclimate to the fact that you're talking about sexuality but mm-hmm. at the same time yeah. you need to show people that these discussions need to have take place if people aren't able to handle a discussion about sexuality i mean we're in 2020 mm-hmm. so like if it's a like somewhat of a cultural thing how much of the culture do we hang on to and then how much do we let go of in order to find progression because if this is the progressive way Mm -hmm. then there is some sort of cultural tradition that we have to let go of because i i understand if it's talking about sex in general Mm. which to me is like a lot of the time we say um those are conversations that females will have with their mother Mm. or sons will have with their sons um sons will have with their father's mother or sons will have with their sons Sons will have with their sons. sons. I was like, we're sons all sons. <laughs> yep, we get the concept. Sons will have with their fathers. Mm. I'm on the same wavelength. Initially, I thought you were... I'm not sure if you're directing it towards sex, because that's what you said. However, sexuality and sex are two separate things yeah. to me. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I mean, one is a subcategory of the other, but I get what you mean. Mm, I, just, I, I mean, they're separate. They're two different things. They're two separate meanings. Oh, I totally get that, but they're related. I don't agree. Your sexuality isn't related to sex? I mean, at all? Sex is inevitable, but it's not related to my sexuality. Yeah, that's true. I, I yeah, I, that's what I think as well. Because, I mean, it doesn't mean that you have to, it doesn't mean that you actually have to engage in sex in order, because your sexuality is defined by who or what you're attracted to, right? And it doesn't always eventuate into having sex. Yeah. And so that's why they're two separate things. Mm. I understand that there is a distinction between the two, but they are related. But the way you phrased it, it was, it, it was like that? you were intertwining both of them together. Oh, I get what you... Yeah, we're, I thought we were past that part of the conversation. I thought I shared no. that point. No. no. Oh. <laughs> shared what point? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can keep talking about something else. Okay. <laughs> no, let's unpack this. Like, let's unpack this. No, because I feel like it's semantics. And I was like, if we're not going to... Def- it's not if we can't find i feel like if we can't find common ground on that or agree to disagree i was like there's it's kind of we're just doing this Knocking heads. yeah and it's i'm not. really trying to understand because you the way you phrased it was it would take people time to acclimate to the notion of unpacking sexuality sex. Sexu- even sexuality i would have categorized it too but you said sex so yeah that's why i got confused yeah yeah okay because if you said sexuality, that, then that I would have understood. Sense. Yeah, but then when we... Eventually, I talked about it, was like what that conversation even became about, we would have not talked about it in a family setting. Oh. I, I said that yeah. already, and then I was like, yeah, and then that was my point. Oh, okay. Do you think that it's just your family? Yeah. I mean, that's also hmm. a, like a very, very strong possibility. Yeah. Probably. Because the conversation that they had around the cover bowl, I find that would be... 
that's something that doesn't always happen. Like, for example, I wouldn't casually talk about sex with my brother there. Is that her brother? Yeah, so the... The young... Yeah. yeah. Her brother is there. The one he, that the came one out. The one that came out. Because that's her brother. He said it was by. Okay, so the skits are all related. Yes. yes. They're really all related. Yeah, so the characters are all the same people. Yes, because they're Besides playing... Besides the girls. Yeah, because they're playing... Whatever they discuss in that boardroom, that's what comes to life. The skit comes to life. And so when they were saying the whole thing of their bodies will, you know, body swap, whatever. And so when they're sitting around the cover ball, when she's talking, when they're talking casually about sex in front of, you know, in front of brothers, that that doesn't happen within my family. Um, I think culturally that wouldn't really happen. How about you? Yeah. Do you think it would? I mean, I don't know. Maybe my, my, my dynamic with my siblings is different. I mean, not that we specifically, I mean, my brother is very moment. Yeah. (laughs) But I, I'm like, <laughs> wait a sh- Tyree, don't listen to this guy. Um, but you know, I have. I feel like we've had discussions where we're talking about certain aspects of sex, mm-hmm. sex capades and whatnot that may take place. <laughs> yeah. And then all I get is like rolling eyes. But you know, like, <laughs> I'm dead. Jokes, jokes, parents. <laughs> listen to me. Listen to me and my story. <laughs> Um, like when it comes to opposite sex, uh, yeah. I can't casually mm. like within me and my sisters, my girl cousins. But whenever it comes to male family members, I'm always very conscious to don't say anything valeo. I'm like that's something I would do with my friends, male friends. But if a male relative was there, I would watch my. Or even watch with what male friends, you'd. Yeah, for male friends, I couldn't. Mm. I'd, sometimes oh, I can be conscious no. of it, but I can joke around with them about that kind of stuff. Why do you think that is? Is it just because of the attachment that you have with them that, oh, they're my, they're related to me? In my mind, that's how I show respect to my male family members. Unless it's being brought, like if it's, if it was somehow brought up in open conversation, would you think you would participate in a conversation like that? When we're having, like if we're having a serious conversation, we would talk about it. Like if we're talking oh, yeah. about, you know, those kind of, but, but to it was like joke a around, jovial, yeah. nah, not like that. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah I can understand that. I'm the same. Mm. Mine's the same one for that. You know, I'm going to eat. Oh, yeah, you know, you can't just go quiet. But that's the thing that I'm, that's, I, I wonder why that was put in. If culturally it's not but maybe, widely done. Yeah. But, but it is, they are called, it's called Sis, and it's based on three Samoan girls. Mm-hmm. Um, but I noticed that a lot of people who did watch it, um, Pacific Islanders in Australia and New Zealand, regardless if they were Samoan, Tongan, mm. Cook Islander, um, Koelau, Tuvalu, Fiki, a lot of girls resonated with that. And so, hence why, like... But that skit specific, like, I mean... No, just no, with, spec- with, with the show. With the show. the show. I just mean for that skit specifically, mm-hmm. I wonder what balance they have to go through as creators to put in, like, for the sake of entertainment, put in the scene, even though it might not be that accurate of a portrayal mm-hmm. of what's common. Mm-hmm. I think it even might be poking fun at the idea of conversating about taboo topics in such a setting maybe yeah, yeah. and i can get that yeah. what i liked about those kids when they were around the, the the cover bowl was that they even said oh wait are we allowed to do this so they're aware yeah aussie born new zealand born islanders were not always very on point when it comes to a knowledge with customs and traditions mm. yeah and so for me that was in representation of yeah of a lot of so us so in a sense it's like us looking in or yeah. like Wait, what, are they actually talking about this? Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. And but, then, yeah. But I love that they taught, they touched on, like, for example, sexism, um, the gender pay gap, and, and different things. So for me, it's very different in comparison to other 
Islander movies or shows where I've seen where a lot of a lot of us are funny people, um, but they don't. It doesn't demonstrate how a lot of us are aware of social issues as well. And I just want to also highlight one thing I especially loved was the aside from the sexuality and some someone could saying, "Oh, did you didn't know I was bi?" Was the trans visibility in the mm. show as well? I thought that was important. What's her name? Shout out to Nucky. 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 <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. And she's one she of the amazing. funniest on yeah. that show. <laughs> You know when they bring in um, the Maori guy to do the whole like you know um, cultural training, like diversity training, and then because there are certain things where I'm just like, oh, if people don't know what that means, they won't get it. But you know where he, where Tom says something, and he goes, okay, we'll park that waka next to the Endeavor. The Endeavor is the, the ship that the Captain Cook that Captain Cook sailed. And then when he went, um, Fia went there saying like, oh, it feels heavy. And the Fia's just like, yeah, like oppression. <laughs> and the, yeah. the lines and everything in the border yeah. on point. Like, so funny. It was like watching Twitter live. <laughs> Twitter live. I think it's awesome that it's a show created by Islanders. Mm-hmm. I think it's awesome. That's an awesome concept. There's certain things that can only be made fun of from an outsider's perspective. And so when we're making comparisons to previously portrayed Islander, like media that had Islander characters in it, when it comes to the Jonah Takalua thing, though there are a lot of stuff that's inaccurate and offensive, sometimes the offensive stuff is offended because it was true. And it could only have been pointed out from someone on the outside because we, I didn't see it. I didn't see it until it was on screen. And I was like, okay, I can kind of see that that's true. Because there's things that people would point out to me that saying, oh, I've noticed that you kind of do that. It's kind of like a personal trait. Mm-hmm. I don't personally see some of the stuff that I do, but it's not until you screenshot my facials and then you put it on Facebook <laughs> on my page for my birthday that I've noticed. I was like, oh, wow, my eyebrows are like way up on my hairline when I'm explaining stories to her. And it's kind of like that. But there are certain things where I was like, oh, this right now they're towing, they're, they're towing a line. And I was like, I want to see them kind of cross it. And though, even though I brought up the whole sexuality thing, as in like, oh, that's not that's not really how it would go down. I appreciate the the standpoint where they're like, no, we're going to go for it. Mm. Like, I en- I enjoy when a show has the the guts to, to go there. It. Like, I think, like for example, something that Chris Lilly didn't have that they do have is that they are Maori mm. and Pacifica. In comparison to Chris Lilly. So, for example, you know, even how Tom is portrayed, he is Chris Lilly. That's how a lot of people view us, which is gangster, um, single mothers, and all that stuff, which is what he was kind of portraying there. Mm. But what I love that they did was they showed the range that our people have. We're not just... Because we do have Jonas in our life, but we're not just Jonah. We have um, Bubba's. We yeah. have Fia. We have Nakis. We have Malia. We have G. We have all these, all these people, and it shows the range of our people. So that's something yeah. that I appreciate, which is because it was written by people that are us. I think one important notion to make is also that even though this is written by Pacific Islanders, at the same time, I, I do feel like I'm on the outside looking in because it was written by females and it's, mm-hmm. it's cis and it's for females. Mm. Not not exclusively for females, but I also believe it illustrates maybe the sisterhood um, really yeah. culture that that's also exists, really which time. is something that we're not privy not to. Yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, one of the things that um, didn't really hit for me was the one about the grandma oh i loved that yeah that was the same with me i fast forwarded i thought it was so funny i was like why are they speaking spanish no because it's emulating a telenovela it shows like 
how everyone has their own versions version, yeah. of stories. And then when the grandma comes in and she tells the truth, <laughs> she was just like, yeah, and then your grandpa, he left his balangi wife, and they're like, wait, he was married? <laughs> <laughs> And that's so how your German Chinese is. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, when I was young and beautiful, now I'm, I'm just, just beautiful. beautiful. I thought she was so good. I loved that one. It took a, it took a bit to get to, though. Yeah. I have to say. The shop one? Oh, the, I resonated with that so much. <laughs> me too. Oh, oh me every Maybe time. I'm just so oblivious. The thing for me what? is, like, growing so up oblivious. in New Zealand... Every time, if I had my school uniform and my bag, my bag on, I would always have to like they would always mm. tell me leave my bag at the register, so that they I wouldn't steal anything. And then there was even one time I remember walking into Pack and Save, I was eating Oreos, and we were walk, we were shopping, and then all of a sudden I see the security. He's just following us down the aisle, and I'm thinking, oh, what is he following us for? He walks up to me, he goes, did you pay for that? Oh. And I was like, I walked in with the Oreos, and he goes, are you sure it was your receipt? For me, I'm just like, oh, what the Why heck? would I have a receipt for a pack of Oreos that I bought days I ago? For real. I came in eating this. And it's happened to me quite a few times, like a lot at the, sh- at the stores, where they will follow me or they will watch me or what I'm doing. It's happened and so, so I always, much. How I walk in a, into a store, you will see me that a lot of the time I will make sure that my hands are visible. So either I'll have my hands behind my back or I put them down so that they can see I'm not going to steal anything. And not even just that, like, I... Before I even go to the store, I think about how I look and how I'm going to portray myself. So when I walk in, I'm like, oh, hi, good afternoon, like, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Have this conversation so that they know that I'm not here to, like, steal something, mm. even though it still happens and they still follow me around. Does it still happen to you now? Um, no. Uh, not recently. Not recent. as, because I, I, I don't go outside, so. <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes I feel like right now it's... It's, I kind of have a complex about it now. Mm. So uh, even the even if no one's following me, I'm still because I'm so Out of used habit. to doing it. Yeah. That if I look up close up to something, I will put my hands behind my back so they can see I'm not touching it. Yeah, I'm not putting it in my bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Have you? Because I confronted one of the, um, the security guards before. Mm-hmm. I was in JB Hi-Fi, um, but in this particular one, I was with my cousins and my siblings. Um, and I hate saying this, but like. I knew as soon as we were going into that store, we were going to get followers. So I drifted away from them. <laughs> so you saved yourself just in case? Yeah, because, you know, I didn't want to be in the group. I didn't want to just be seen as, you yes, know, part of them. the stereotype. <laughs> but anyway, it didn't even work because, uh, uh, blah. They tailed you. And I put him, I was like, is there something wrong? Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm just doing my job. Oh, so you're racially profiling me? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> no, but then he was just like, oh no, it was just, yeah. And I was like, yeah, well, I'm not doing anything. So thank you. It's a piss off. Yeah, no, I don't know. You never I, had, I feel like you have. At school, I remember at the local Coles, they would make the school, they made every school kid that came in. Because it wasn't just me, it was all the school kids. Oh no, not with us. And, it wasn't just yeah because it wasn't just me so the local okay. school kids everyone every even student every yeah. student the Asian ones <clears throat> the well, Islander cool. ones all of yeah. them had to present it open up your school bag to be honest for good reason because the boys I was going stole. no the boys I was going with I was relying on them to steal the food <laughs> so that I could wow. eat and I was like nah I'm not going to pack I'm not going to pack and as soon as we're out what did you get did you get the chips that I wanted? Salt and vinegar. <laughs> I want a salt and vinegar. Oh, yeah, this might go to flavor as well. Salt yeah. and vinegar. Ooh. Salt and vinegar. And then the balsamic um, vinegar now. <laughs> so you played the into the stereotype. <laughs> I didn't play into it. 
you got other people to play into it for you. No, but Not kids... For, okay, I, I didn't make them, but they did it. Because I do think that a lot of the time <laughs> well, in, in school, a lot of kids, regardless of race, some of them do steal. Yeah, hard And up. a lot of them do steal. Yeah. For me, the, uh, like, I'm going to be honest, the only reason why I didn't steal was because I was scared that I would get a big hide, a big hiding. Mm. Yeah. But it wasn't because I thought it was wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so for me, like, that's the honest truth mm, for me, yeah. was I, did it be- I didn't steal because I was scared. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Um, you can see it for free, those in Australia and New Zealand, if you go to comedycentral.com.au and you um, click on sis, just watch it. So on Twitter, Leah Sangote, she tweeted out and it got a massive response from Twitter world. And then it eventually, eventually people had started posting it on Instagram. Tweet said, I really am all for seeing more Māori and Pacifica women on our screens. I mean, I ran Sunga magazine. She was the editor for Sunga. But Flex. anyone else tired of this brown girl hyena loudmouth dirty jokes ha 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 narrative? Would love to see New Zealand on air fun shows like maybe PI career women in the corporate world. And so, with with a tweet, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Like you said, don't know why you had to flex that you were an editor. Like, I'm sorry, you didn't need to show your credentials. I don't know why we can't just be happy that there isn't people, our people in the writing room, mm-hmm. and also our people acting in the series. If that's what you want, it's just, if you want to see Pacific Islanders be PIs or detectives or doctors or lawyers, go go ahead and manifest that yourself, sis. Mm. <laughs> like, happy for you to do that, but don't run on other people's parade. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like how she used hyena. Yeah. Because, sis, we ain't hyenas. <laughs> So you you might have been the editor for Sunga magazine, but clearly you want to segregate yourself, and I ain't about that energy. So you know what? Cancelled. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, no, no. The thing for me is cancelled. I like I loved Sunga magazine. I like. I, I didn't know what it is. Oh, so for me, because we were in Australia, I could never buy it. <laughs> no need to be better now. Cancelled. I didn't even know what it is, but I'm a cancelled magazine. I, I never even look heard up of the site because I couldn't buy it here yeah. in Oz. And so she would always feature like Pacific Islanders mm. in there, Pacific models as well. Um, and then there would be like different articles on, on different people and um, the significant in the community. In regards to her tweet, I kind of get where she's coming from. Same as me. And I agree in, yeah. some, in, in, yeah. in, in, in other aspects because it was she later on tweeted a few other tweets. The only thing I didn't agree with was her tone and mm. why she had to rain on that parade. And at the same time for me, I am what she described <laughs> yeah i am the brown girl hyena loudmouth, dirty jokes ha 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 narrative mm. and there's a lot of people like a lot of women are like that as well and at the same time i've never seen that on tv mm. like i've never seen that narrative it's it's a stereotype that we have about the hyena laugh and it's something that i'm proud of yeah even during the episodes you will hear me <laughs> like cackling or yeah. cackling away but, but I agree with the fact that would love to see more shows out there. You know, women in the corporate world and whatnot. I just don't like that she identified that you can only be a certain way. There are heaps of women in the corporate world who are just like that as well. Exactly. Yeah. Is there more media with that, that sort of personality in New Zealand? I've never seen it on TV. Like, in Is she referencing show, Bunny and Bunny? Because didn't she tweet this yeah. as soon as it... She tweeted it on the day. So it just rained on... Sis is just... Like, let them shine. Yeah, let them shine. Mm. Like, to me, she just hadn't watched the show. If she had watched the show, 
She had to, wait. Okay, okay, let's rewind. What do you mean she didn't watch the no, show? No, because if she had watched the show, she wouldn't have thought that. Because no way are they fitting a serious show. I mean, for example, the, like where we talked about the boardroom, the boardroom yeah, yeah, where they talk about the stereotypes and how a lot of people think or portray us. And so to see, I was like reading her tweets. I was like, she did not watch the show. If she watched mm. the show, she would know that it's us fighting against stereotypes. Because like the skit in the boardroom, they touched on the like yeah. what about doctors <laughs> and. Bob was like gangsters and then next minute Tom was like all over the ID yeah. yes yeah. yes <laughs> love it so that's to make so much sense yeah. she didn't watch the show mm. and I what I liked about one I liked I appreciated your self-awareness of almost like fitting that personality mm. but also embracing it to the idea where I can still be a lawyer a doctor a politician I can be whatever and still have a loud mouth hyena laugh yeah, exactly. I don't understand why personality has to Dictate be, what type dictate of profession kind of you have. Profession you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. love that. And be proud of it as well. And be proud of yeah. it too. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, there was an interview that they did with uh, Tangata Pacific. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you guys seen the video, but I was watching it earlier today. And the question was why? And then Gabby said that to empower our young Maori and Pacific girls to be able to see themselves and see their stories and to feel heard and to feel seen. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was powerful. Yeah. Like I... Anytime I hear that there's going to be a movie or a TV mm. show, I'm all on it. Like, especially when it shows people that look like us. You'll be as silly as she's got the tickets. She's no, got the tickets legit. to the receipt. Because uh, a lot of the stuff that she makes me watch, I'm like, okay, I don't really like this. The one thing I will vouch, when she made me watch Legend of Baron Toa. I thought that was a good movie. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a good no, movie. I thought the I was, acting was good. And maybe it's, I swear, sometimes it's the its the pride in me where I'm just like, oh, this is a Tongan movie. <laughs> That's why I liked it. Because even with this, I was like, this feels someone to me. I don't really like this. And just to reiterate, like, anytime there's a movie or something, you best believe, and I don't mean to put Scylla on show, but like, Scylla doesn't have her driver's license. <laughs> But you best believe you gotta see her if it's yeah. in Camera Town. But like for example, driver's <laughs> license. I'm just saying, like, I will catch the bus, the train, the Uber, Uber. Lamar is an odd dice. Flex. Leave that in. Leave that in. Flex. My driver's license. But what I mean to say is that we know what you meant. You don't have your driver's license, so go get none. No, but for real, like I just love seeing that passion because you're always sharing things that are of our culture and of our people and I think that's really important as somebody who is because like most of these movies I don't even know about Mm -hmm. but it's not until like it pops up on Scylla's feed and whatnot like she's so aware of what's happening in the creative spaces of Pacifica and Maori people and I think that's super really cool yeah Like I like I don't want to say um I understand like what you guys are saying too I do understand where she's coming from Mm -hmm. but at the same time like Oh, you just, you just don't, don't be a Debbie Downer. <laughs> don't be a Debbie Downer, man. Come on, just support it. I like, sound like I'm at and the like airport. Said, like if you were the editor for Single Magazine, I mean, use your power and make that narrative. Yeah. Then wait, can I just say though, there was there was a there was a tweet as well where it said, you know, stop, there's this, you know, Pacific excellence, and sometimes things are just Pacific. <laughs> And I, I totally understand that. I'm all for our people. Mm. But if something is trash, it's trash. Sis is not trash. That's that's what I, I just want to like reiterate. Production-wise, If there's some things, budget, that, yeah. some things that our people put out, and I'm like, nah, I ain't going to share that because I think it's trash. Like what? <laughs> I'm not going to Wait, like what, what have you seen recently on the media? But there, are, there are heaps <laughs> of movies and shows out there. So I just want to shout out some of those movies. 
So there's Vai, which is another movie about um, Pacific women. There's a movie called Mahana that you can watch on um, YouTube. You have to pay a little bit. There's The Legend of Baron To'a. Do you reckon they're going to get Islanders to play Hamilton? The Hamilton cast yeah, when you? it comes here? I heard Paulinia's Angelica. Aren't you thinking <gasps> of auditioning? I know. You'd uh, be really I good am. as Piggy. <laughs> and Peggy. The Sky Nurse Sisters. Angelica. And Peggy. <laughs> I'm laughing, but I haven't even seen that. <laughs> I'm laughing because I feel like Michael Scott and I'm going to be a part of something. With the creation of the show Sis, what do you think this groundbreaking show slash highlight means for the future of Maori and Pacifica people that are in the creative industry? I, I hope that this will open up more doors. I love that um, Hanel, what she did with, with, with the writers, she had other younger writers come in and be able to help as well, putting them on so that they can also be seen and heard as well. So I love that not only did she open an opportunity for herself, she um, enabled other other young Pacifica people to have opportunities. And so I hope that this will continue on, that we'll be able to see more range within our people and to make it a comedy central, that's huge. Mm. And so I hope that we're able to see more range, TV shows, more movies showing us, and at the same time, um, made by us, but also for a wider audience as well. But, but And I hope that it develops to a point where it's about it's known for its quality and not just because of its representation. Often with this the conversation around representation... You, there needs to be a first somewhere, so I understand its purpose and its role. Uh, but eventually, I want it to just be like stuff like this to just be known because it's good, mm. not because it's like oh, it represents and it's stuff like that. People can relate. That's cool, but it's also just a really quality show. That's first to me. That's first and foremost mm. that I hope this continues. Yeah, I'm excited. Mm. I, I, my my sentiments pretty much mirror what both of you have said. I'm just excited for our future whether it's our kids or our other people out there who are creatives and whatnot, that they're able to see themselves in the people that are represented on TV screens now or even just other people like in the writing rooms with Hanel and whatnot, that there's no limit to what your vision or your dream is as a Pacific or Samoan person. Sorry, and not I don't mean to single out someone in general, but I feel like I, com- I conversed this idea with um, the people that, that I surround myself with, with my cousins and whatnot, because I want them to know that it doesn't matter where you're from. Like, you might be from Western Sydney or you might be from even deeper in Western Sydney, like... Deep, deep, <laughs> deep, deep. Southwest. But like those, that those places don't define who you are, and yeah. that there is such a wide world out there that is waiting for you to grab by the balls and just squeeze them and just rip them off, yeah. and then go out there and do your thing. Um, so I'm really excited to see where where this takes people of our of Pacifica people, Maori people, Indigenous people. I hope that they're able to really finesse and keep working on their craft and honing it on their craft and that they're able to excel mm. and fly because i believe and our children, children are our future that the van should show he doesn't know the rock. <laughs> you didn't even know the second line yes i do children are the future. future teach them well and let them leave the way why the why he's real Aussie tonight <laughs> Where are you from? Huh? Where are you from? Like, oh, oh yeah, deep, deep Western Sydney. That's where he's from. I'm from Starbucks. <laughs> North Mead. Northmead. What are we talking about? Hardy from Simos Beach. <laughs> 
Is it Simo? Sim- Simo. Simo? Yeah. So that's us at Night at the Brown Table. <laughs> go. No, go. <laughs> no, so that's us at Night at the Brown Table. I'm Stefan. I'm Sila. No, I'm Sheila. <laughs> Signing out. Good night, everybody. <laughs> the eyebrows as well. How about, 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 how my brothers in the yard and that can't wait till they all come back till they, they all come back wonderful <laughs> gonna back to me hey, hey. now drop below for me <laughs> baby can't you see i'm a robot mtc at the mtc <laughs> everybody welcome to the mtc <laughs> Welcome to the Mattress Training Center. No, I can't imagine that mattress. <laughs>